in the Masoni room at the Bibelos. The boat was rocking too much on some Aaliyah shit. And welcome into In the Mix with Mike, episode number 23, season one finale tonight. Of course, going to be joined by my great co-host, Jose. How are we feeling? 23. Yo, 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 yo. Tonight is a vibe. Tonight we in for one, bro. Tonight we are. We in for one. We here. Episode 23. Bro, congratulations, my boy. Like, <laughs> we got to soak this in, bro, because I could just, I just, I'm just sitting here thinking about, like, yo. This is all just a conversation. Yeah. And look where we at now, bro. Twenty three episodes in. Yeah. This is some this is yeah, some time. This is, this is a good one. And look how to end it off. Yeah. World series. Yep. Drake dropped the fucking spectacular album. <laughs> Come on, man. Like we in for one tonight, bro. Let's cook up. This is this is very special. Season finale, episode number twenty three. We wanted to end it after the World Series, which we'll start with uh in a little, but it's amazing to see how far we came from the first episode. If you kind of go back to the introduction, just looking at the logo, yeah. just looking at we were recording strictly off of a computer. Uh, one day we'll do kind of, I think, an interview on like kind of who's interviewing who or something like yeah, that we again. Yeah, definitely do that. That's we'll, for sure. We'll let the audience like kind of have a, a little bit more knowledge on how we really started, but it's amazing to think how far we've kind of come in short, a short period of time. 23. Uh, shout out to like I said our producer Juan who's been up in in Reading now but he's been he's been great we had that conversation and then you had the conversation with me and now look at look yeah, how far yeah, we we've taken it so far and a lot to come very it excited was just a, it's crazy because it was just a conversation like yo yeah what you think about a podcast and you were like yo yeah let's get it done and then from one week to another you had the the website up you had the articles up I'm like all right now we we really locked in we got all the production that we needed yeah. All the equipment that we needed, and we you know we rocked out, and we're here today. So let's let's keep doing what we do, bro. Let's lock in. Let's start with the World Series. Oh my God! So we are live in the cut here tonight from the Embassy. Uh, Ravens and Saints game getting ready to start in a little bit, but let's check in with the World Series here. The Astros win this one in six games. The Philadelphia Phillies. Had the 2-1 advantage in Philadelphia, but then the Astros rallied two in a row. They no-hit the Phillies in Game 4. Game 5, Pena with the impact on the road, continued that. The Astros take Game 5, and then they win Game 6 by final 4-1. to Phillies had Schwarber early 1-0 there in Game 6, but then Alvarez, deep shot to center field, 3-1 bomb. Astros win this one. I don't like them, I'll be honest. But I do respect them. Tip your my hat. hat's at my tip my hat to the Houston Astros Absolutely. right now. They deserved it. Uh, shout out to our boy Chaz McCormick. Yeah, that's fire. Congrats, Chaz. Like love that. That's that's live for the city. Yeah, that's just awesome. Uh, Millersville product there. That's yeah, that's great to see that. Home. We won either way. So yeah, it it, that was that was awesome to see that. And uh, you know, like I said, I, I don't like them, but I tip my hat to them. They had a amazing season. Like I said, it was one of those things where I wouldn't be surprised if they beat the Phillies. Dusty Baker finally gets his chip. He finally got his chip. And just all around, I think it's amazing how you've said a lot of the year of the absence of Correa and Pena stepping into that role, just seeing him Rookie go out the there, year. winning the MVP in the World Series. He was the one that, that took that home. And uh, just they just they just were the better team. The Phillies gave it a hell of a run. But you look at their pitching throughout the World Series, it got – better as the games went on mm-hmm. Verlander pitched that redemption game in game five you know the no hitter as I said earlier in game four and then in game six there the 
the way to come back when the Phillies went up one and you thought the Phillies have some life here. Then Pena comes up, finds a way to get the runners on the corners, and then you see Alvarez, what he does. I think after Deep getting... Deep shot. Yeah, that was, that was a new... But definitely, I think the two games in Philadelphia, Game 4... Changed the series and Game Five. I think those I, two were the pivotal games. I think that made the Astros. I think what changed everything. Go ahead. I think what changed everything was when they got no hit. Yeah, bro, to in get Game no Four, hit, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, in the World Series, bro. That sucks all your energy out of you. After having seven runs and five home runs the previous night yeah. in Game Three, like just imagine you're in the World Series and you get no hit. Yeah, that's tough. I would be. Extremely tight, like nah, they didn't just no hit us like that. Like, yeah, we couldn't get one hit in 27 outs. That I think that right there was like the turning point for Houston. Like, once they had that no hit, it was like, all right, it's over, we got them in the bag. And I think that's really what changed the series, too. Because, like, the Phillies, Schwarber was more so like next game, and he was the guy that I think was like next game. It didn't really bother him. You saw that in yeah. game six when he hit the home run, but I didn't really see that production. Where was Hopkins? You know, like, where, where was Bryce? Yeah, and it sucks because this one really hurts, just like being there. Where was Alec? We we ended up, me and my roommates ended up going out on Saturday, and they had the game on, a lot of Philly fans at Tellus, and It was just dream. It Yeah, just so many people just upset. Like, I was upset, Bill was upset, you know, who wants to see the Astros? Like I said, cool, great for Chaz, Pena, like him a lot, but... Well, the better team won, bro. I, just like, yeah, I get that. It's just, really do. And especially because the Union also lost in the day, so Philadelphia went 0-2 in that championship Saturday. Yeah. The LAFC. Gareth Bell, shout out Bell. <laughs> Late goal tough. with like a minute left, by the way, to, to win it, and then they won in the PKs. I but I don't take anything 0 for 2. So. I don't think. I, I Tough think, day. Absolutely, I don't think I would take anything away from the Phillies. Run. No, they had an amazing run. They from, really did. Yeah, they did. From absolutely. where they were to get there. Yeah, they it was well deserved, but a it's lot just of comeback games. Yeah, it's just the fact hits. that they they really they had it though. They were up two the, one. They they were in Philly. They just they, but guess game what? four, they just, just couldn't hit just, them. Just like they won one at Houston, Houston was like we got to get one here, and it just so happens it was a a no hitter, and then from that point on it was over. That's just like. Bro, I told you, when Altuve wakes up his bat, it's going to be a different lineup. And that was the X factor. But once he started to get on base and get hits, that, that momentum follows through that whole lineup, bro. I, I agree. But He's electric, bro. Pena is a different breed. Absolutely. I'll, let's talk about him. I want to. I really want to talk about him. He won the MVP here. Yeah. And I like him. Like, outside of McCormick, I don't really like any. He's a any, stud. Anybody else on the Astros. But Pena really grew on me. I really like watching him play. He reminds me a lot of just a a young like a young A Rod. Yes, but also a young Derek Jeter too. Just like the way he plays. And yeah, just, he got the baby face. You yeah, know, he, he he presents himself the the way he's supposed to. He, yeah, he just he's young. He's talented. But he looks like he's having a great time out there. Like he made the jump and catch up there that snag, and then he follows it up with the home run on the road. Absolutely. And it's just the way that they lose Correa. And then he just fills that void in perfectly. They win a chip already. Like, not not for nothing. I feel like they're still. I think I said it to to Juan today on the phone. I I think they're going back to back. They're a, they're a dynasty. What is that now? Two in six years. I think mm-hmm. that's. And not only that, even if you, they've competed for the ALCS the last what five years. Yeah, not only that, they're even they're in the, the World boogeyman. Series. They're two. Yes, exactly. They're, they're, they're the boogeyman. They're they're the they're the buoy, if you will. They're the they're 
two of four in the World Series, you know, they're they're getting there though. They're yeah. consistent year in a year out, like we said at the middle of the point of the year when they're at that position where it's like even if they don't win the World Series, you know they're gonna be there. And to consistently, even if you lose the World Series as they did last year, to have that perseverance just to keep putting up good records throughout the regular season and really outside of the two losses in the in the World Series, they didn't lose another game in the postseason. They swept the Yankees. Like they are the gold standard and this was a hard earned World Series by the Astros and I'm just gonna be blunt with that. That's that's the honesty about it. They're the warriors of baseball. Yes, correct. And they, and that, they, if you look across prof- the four professional sports respectively, between you know you have the Warriors in the NBA, you have the Astros in the MLB, you have the Chiefs in the NFL, you mm-hmm. have the Lightning in the NHL. These are teams that are just they're good every they're year. They're showtime. They are the they are the team. Yeah. You know. And they're you're gonna knock them off. They're the team that everybody's looking at. Year in and year out. And some years maybe they don't have it, but the Astros, it just seems like the out team. of all those four teams that I mentioned, they've been the most consistent though. And they only get younger. Yeah. If you notice when they make roster moves, they always go younger. Yeah. Look at who they have at second and third. I mean, shortstop and third for the next five, sixty years to come. Yeah. They got Alex Bregman, and then they have Pena at shortstop. Yep. Bro, you can you can build around that. Just like how you mentioned, he's almost like a Jeter. Jeter won early in his career. Mm-hmm. He won a World Series early. Pena won one early. Facts. And look, like you said, he's filling the shoes of Correa, who's a platinum gold glove, who was a monster. In the postseason. How do you think he feels right now, too? Uh, honestly, in baseball, well, it's different now because you don't really see that many teams go back-to-back besides the Astros and the Dodgers. Those are like the two powerhouses in yeah, baseball. That so possibly you, could, yeah. Yeah, you expect either or to be in the World Series. Yeah. So I feel like with them, they just know how to draft players. They, they're a well-run oil machine, bro. Mm-hmm. From top to bottom, from management to coaching to staff, everything is done to a T. And that's why they continue to go to the World Series. Facts. They, they just won one. They did. and They that's have young talent, good coaching, good management, good front office, and yeah. they get the job done. And they did. But I, I still think it was an amazing run Correa, for the Phillies. Correa's a platinum gold glove. And to be honest, I think like he probably is kicking himself in the head like shit i should have stood but he also know he was pursuing the money yeah and baseball you if you win one it's like football if i win one i'm good like teams don't usually go back to back to the world series or win multiple world Sox. series like that doesn't happen yeah. anymore feel me that was like yankee time when i know that shit happened you don't see that now the ashers are so becoming that him, team though for him to see them in a the chip again yeah and then win one he could have been a two-time champion or three-time champion because he definitely could have helped the Astros last year. Yeah. It's it's going to be interesting look, to see what... And back and they win one. Remember when I said the Yankees got beat out by the Astros? I said, let's see what happens in this World Series. If the Astros are that team, they are that team. Now, what do we do to make moves that have to contend up against the Astros? And I think it's the small ball. You got to get guys that can get on base. Get the average. Yeah. Pena is swing. He's not. He had a couple home runs, but it wasn't like he was swinging for the fences. No, they had one guy do that the whole the whole time that I think swung for the fences on the Astros. That was Alvarez, and he can swing for the fences. Mm-hmm. Kyle Tucker, he hit a couple bombs, but it wasn't like 
He's trying to do that. You yeah, know, if you look at him. He's trying to put the ball in play, get on base. Exactly. You go down their lineup, you got Jose Altuve. Mm-hmm. He's trying to put the ball in place. That's contact. Pena, same contact. thing. Right? Bregman. I'm just going to go down. I don't know how close I am to the order, but Alvarez, like I said, he's the powerhouse. Yeah, him but and, then, him and um, Yuri. Well, I don't even think Yuri is either. Like, Yuri's like very clutch. He that's knows what I'm hit saying. He hits base field. hits. That's yeah, what he does. So that's why I don't even consider him in that. If you if you go but down, he does have the pop though. He does, but I don't think he's not a guy like a Giancarlo Stanton. That like no 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 you know, no no. That's what I'm saying. But I take him over Giancarlo's any day of the week. That so that's where I mean. You have guys. You keep going. Tucker McCormick, Guriel. I don't think is a powerhouse. He can hit it. You know, with power, but. I think you have Alvarez as the home run guy, and then you have a lot of good players around the field. Like, I just named a lot of good players yeah. infield-wise right there. Tucker's a gold glove. Yeah, just across the board, like, you know. Pena's a gold glove as a rookie. Just like they, Alex Bregman is a monster at third. So how do you compete with that? That's where I think you got to think, if you're like the Yankees, I think you need a much better infield. You need more consistency there from the first part there. And then you need players that aren't swinging for the fences. Like, I'm seeing Jamie Donaldson go for the fences. I'm like, what the fuck? So, like, that's where I think now you see the Astros did it. Let's follow that that as well. I don't know what the Phillies want to do. They could kind of keep the same lineup, I would say. Maybe drop, like, a guy like Cassianos is fucking killing me. Like, Billy called this throughout the entire... Yeah, he goes up there swinging Just swinging anything. anything. And, like, maybe not get rid of him, but I think you need somebody in the lineup you know, where Cassianos' bat's a little lower in the lineup than he is right after Harper. I feel like just him after Harper, you're almost, if Harper gets on base, Hopkins on the base, it's like he leaves him out there, you know. So I think drop him lower in the lineup, but I don't know what kind of changes the Phillies want to make because they were right there. They really did have it, maybe more depth to the pitching. but Yeah, I think that's what they need. I For it. sure. So we'll bullpen, see what happens the offseason. But, the, their bullpen yeah. was pretty good. Oh, uh, but I think to – for any team, like, looking forward to beating the Astros is, one, you definitely have to go younger. Mm-hmm. That's just inevitable because those, those are the guys you're going to see. Year in and year out, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it comes down to pitching, bro. I think in the postseason, pitching wins World Series. Yep. Eventually, you're going to find a hit somewhere. Yeah. You're going to get RBIs. You're going to get doubles, home runs. Like, that's just part of the game. It's going to happen. Yeah. So. But they're consistent. That's the thing. They 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 play to get on base, bro. It's just like, and not only that, we don't give them enough credit for the fact that they really go up there and take a lot of pitches, and they follow up a lot of pitches. Yeah, they work up the count for pitchers. Yeah, the pitchers is like in the fourth inning, he's already at sixty, seventy pitches. Yeah, that's tough. Cause now you have to pull him. Like, there's no ends, if or buts. You have to pull him. He's that's, pitching. That's wild, isn't that? Yeah, they're they're just smart hitters. They're contact hitters. They find the gaps. Base hits, they steal a lot. They sending everybody to run, everybody out there running, and that's just how they get on base. They move the runners, and they consistently just drive and runs. They also have a very good when pit- it went back to Houston. Style. When it back to when they, when they <laughs> were going back to Houston, I knew it was over. The series was over. Yeah, yeah. The, the two games, no hit, definitely changed the momentum. Yeah, but the Phillies had a chance in Game Five late, like Trey Mancini. In game five there, when it was 3-2, I believe in the eighth inning, runners at the corners with a hot shot ball to one. He put his glove down. If he don't put his glove down there, Phillies may win the World Series. 
Like so that's where I think game four shifted the momentum, but the Astros clutched up there in game five with Verlander and then Mancini there to make that play at first base. And then once they took game five in Philly, the mood changed. And then it's just It was over. It was over. Yeah, right now in Philadelphia too. It's just like I said, the Union lost to LAFC. Shout out to LAFC, Gareth Bell, big goal late, and the Union great season, but over two in, in championships there on Saturday was just it was tough. It was tough to watch. Yeah, yeah. You so. still got the the birds, so Yep. So that's that's the best team in football, so you should be good. But moving forward, bro, baseball is gonna be real fun next year. I was gonna say so baseball's such at an exciting time. It's like yes, there's it is. so much young talent, there's so much good teams, like it's fire, bro. I don't know. It's just like baseball's in a good place. It was. The fanship is definitely going up. We also, I feel like, at a at a time period where we're at a very high point in sports because of every respective sport is at a at is a very interesting time in an era where a lot of their older players are players that we've known for quite some time. Yeah, there's just so much new talent. That's there's like so much new talent. It's like take over. Yeah, we're seeing like a very a quick turnover rate. And, like, even the greats in, like, football or, like, throughout the respective sports, you know, time's catching up in one way or another, and you're you're having an appreciation, but then you're also seeing a lot of this new talent. So it's like we're getting a lot of good with the bad. We're getting – you know what I mean? We're getting a lot of a lot of that put yeah. forward. So it's really interesting think, to see I how think, that works across sports. I think Patty dethroned Tom Brady in the NFL. Mm. I feel like Giannis dethroned – Braun and Curry, but Curry just won one, so I can't really say that. But I feel like he took over the league. Then after him is Luka Doncic. Yeah, the and numbers then, he's putting up. We'll get to that, but it's fucking ridiculous. And then baseball is just like there's talent everywhere. Yeah. Literally everywhere. Baseball, I think what's great about baseball is like. There's a lot of home runs. Yeah, it's That's like. That's what people want to see. And now next There's year, rivalries, though. Like nobody wanted to see the Astros there. The Phillies, like brought an energy that Philadelphia's brought to every every respective team when they get close. That's what Philadelphia does. That's the type of sports city it is. And that brought an energy to baseball that it of needed. Of course, for sure. You know, everybody, I felt like, was really tuned in this World Series. That's a major city, so of course, like, when they... Yeah, when it, it felt like... It's just, just different. Yeah, it feels like when you get those cities, like Chicago, when the Cubs are in it, and, like, but Philadelphia Houston, and Houston New York... Houston is a big city also. 100%, and everybody, I thought, is also gunning for them. So I think it was very entertaining. I think the off season is going to be really good. I know your Mets locked up Diaz. I know you're already pumped up about that, but... Yeah, 102... Five years. I guess the re- six-year option. I guess let's let's take a the last thing I'll say on baseball is like let's take a, a look back from a reflective standpoint. Remember we started like it's funny because we wanted to end season one in in similarity with Major League Baseball. Yeah. So like we really started our first pod talking about you know baseball back in July when that was when the trade just had well it was I think we were two three episodes in before Soto, Juan Soto was traded. Yeah. We were on the, like the All Star break, so I guess the second and half I was of the season. Sa- I was saying we were gonna spank him up, <laughs> and it just so happened that your team had to spank him up because we couldn't get past him. Well, y- the Phillies, that is. But uh, yeah, I mean, I guess to close out the Major League Baseball season, and put a wrap on this. What's your reflective take? I guess from where we started our our podcast to you know seeing how it turned out. You know, uh, from the Juan Soto moves, the Mets, how they fell, and just. Everything maybe as a Mets fan you could leave with that perspective, but you know what's your what's your thoughts there? To be honest, I thought it was a fun season. Like if you look back, we had a lot of great games, a lot of great plays. Aaron Judge with his 62 home run record, the Mets 
with 103 wins. Dodgers at full potential, you know. They're back in the mix always. The Astros doing what they do. Uh, who do you have? Phillies was exciting to see them in the postseason. Yeah. Like, there was just a lot of talent yeah. all around the league. The All-Star game was fired, too. Facts. So, it's like, I felt like this was a fun year. Yeah. And I'm I think it was. Because, yeah, honestly, like, I'm, I don't like Houston. I don't like the Astros. Nobody really does, so I'm not happy. But, like, I, I'm, I respect it. You know, like I said, they were they're good just, all year. They're and the best team in baseball. And I do like that, though. Like, I do like when a team like the Phillies makes a run, but it's like I think the Astros were more deserving. They just were good all from top to bottom all year. So, yeah. like, and that's where it's just like this season was really fun from my perspective. Just, like, I remember thinking back, like, back in March, back in April when we didn't know when the season was going to start and just, like, that whole, you know, just disaster. And to get to this point and see everything played out, how pivotal the World Series was, how long those games were, how invested like we all were throughout the entire postseason. And maybe that's because we're in Lancaster and so close to Philadelphia and everybody was, you know, from our perspective. And not only Philly, I feel like most of the United States was really pulling hard for the Phillies there. And, you know, maybe the outcome wasn't the one that we wanted, but I thought it was a very great season altogether. And, And I think the winner was very deserving in the end. And, Best team won. It was just hands down. Yeah. Like, no one was going to beat them. Yeah. Clearly. But it's, The Dodgers uh, probably wouldn't have beat them. Like, they yeah. literally threw a no-hitter in the World Series, bro. Yeah. But. There was lights out. It was uh, it was a great season, and we will continue to cover the off-season yeah. moves with baseball. Yeah, as what you're going to do with Judge. As mm-hmm. they progress. Mm-hmm. I think we, uh, since season two is going to be more of, like, a interview and in-depth more. Then, then recap shows. That's what we're kind of going for, but we'll keep that a little hush hush right now. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll definitely dive into maybe. I know you want to do like an off season show, so I think for the sure. fans want to do some. Like we'll talk about some big moves and where we kind of see that going. But for the most part, the uh, Major League Baseball season is over. Wow, in the November. Let's get it. Basketball is here. Football is here. Yeah, I will. I will start before we dive in the NFL. Some up. <laughs> Upsets in college football this weekend. I got to talk about Georgia smacks Tennessee big on Saturday. Knew that was coming. And then. Well, of, of course. That, yeah, I saw that coming too. Yeah, I was going to say. And then I didn't see Alabama losing to LSU. How about your LSU Tigers knocking off Bama? Come on, bro. LSU since they lost the first game Tigers. of the year. Tigers. <laughs> I know you're hype about this because they're playing. Tigers. They're, cra- they're playing a great ball. They have two losses, but they were ranked 10, and then they knock off number six, Alabama. It was a crazy finish. What a win. They go for the win in overtime after possible to tie the game. They say, fuck it, we're going for the win. They win the game. They knock off Bama. Saban's out of there? That's two losses for Alabama now, yeah. (laughs) He's not making the playoffs. And not only Alabama, Clemson got rerouted by Notre Dame 35-14. They didn't even have a chance in this game. Yeah, that's that's, that's a little spanking right there. Yeah, they, they... they put the pause on them. They did, and that one, I did not see that coming. So we'll see how that shakes up the college football playoff ranking. It's going to be really interesting to see now with some new teams Georgia in there, State honestly. This year. So I would guess that if you're going to look at the four now, you would probably have to go with the AP polls are like kind of – it would be Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, and then maybe they put Tennessee five. Oregon 6, LSU possible 7, but Bama's probably down to 10. Clemson's probably down to like 15, 
We'll see where they rank them, but <laughs> there was it. It got spicy this weekend. Yeah, it's getting they, good now. We're getting closer to the. See, it's like a new team. It's like something new. Yeah, new energy. But LSU still got a chance. Your Tigers are hanging in there. Yeah, of course, we always got a chance. I, I can't believe it because you get blown out the first game against. Uh, well, not the first game really. You made it close against Florida State. You had a chance, but you lost to Florida State there, and then you get blown out by Tennessee. But you're still hanging in there because Tennessee's still ranked high, and Florida State just got ranked because they blew out Miami. So, or they will. So. That's a will, that's a way. As that's long as we get in, we, we can do some damage. Let's move from college football to the NFL. This uh, weekend, we'll go in more in-depth games. Let's talk more about yesterday's Tampa Bay Buccaneers game against the Rams. Tom Brady, he did it. Comeback, comeback game yesterday against the Rams. What do you think? Do you think Tom Brady's back now? No. He still don't, he still don't think he's back? No, not yet. Really? You got to be in... Playoff contention to be back. I I would yeah. agree with that because they didn't play the their playoff, best against the Rams. They yeah. only scored you yeah. know sixteen points there, and the Rams defense played really good. But there was mistakes in the red zone throughout. Get a, get a positive record, and then we could talk about him. But as of right now, it don't matter what he does. He's he's drowning. His team is far behind in the okay. race. Okay. Okay. So I just want to I want to get your take. No, on absolutely. What was, you were thinking on that? It was cool, but that's what Brady does. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Every week with that team. Yeah. So just because you got it now, it's like, oh, we're gonna go crazy now. Get back into playoffs contention, and then we'll talk about it. For what it is worth, though, the Buccaneers hold the one spot in the division because they are tied with the Falcons at four and five. Isn't that something? That's terrible. Isn't that amazing? That, but, um. We'll we'll move off the the Buccaneers. The Bills get beat by the Jets, J- twenty to seventeen. T- <laughs> shout out my boy Julio. Yo. He's a huge Jets fan, bro. Like die hard. That's awesome. And he sent a child like, oh shit, they did win. Buffalo lose to the Jets. That's crazy. But what do you Jets- think of your boy Josh Allen now? I mean, honestly, Terrible. are you worried? I am. No, I'm not worried. Come on, bro. Nah, I don't know. The B- Bills ain't looking. That's Josh Allen, bro. When when it's time to turn it on, he's going to turn it on. I don't know about that. The Jets look good. They are playing with heart right now. They are just all across the board. They just look really good. You know, they're they're 6 and 3. I think they're going to make the playoffs this year. I I mean, they still have the a Bills very good chance in that division. The Bills will smack the Jets in the playoffs, bro. I It Come depends on. where the game is, though. It don't matter where it is. I don't know. I Hey, they played for they played a lot of heart this this game and and that's what it that's what it matters yeah, right now. Zach Wilson looks good, but I'm worried about the yeah. Bills though. No, I think no. Josh Allen just did not get Gabriel Davis in there too much. They really they're making Diggs work out there a lot. We good, bro. We good. I'm telling you, I don't know, but we'll we'll see. From the Jets beating the Bills, I'll uh, move kind of throughout the games here. Want to touch on the Miami Dolphins? They beat the Chicago Bears 35-32. It was close. The Bears had some talent now with Claypool. They're helping out Justin Fields a little. But the Dolphins with Tua this year, they're 6-0. and Tyree Kill getting involved. The offense looks good. My question to you in the in-depth version of this, do you think Tua can stay healthy for the rest of the year? And if he does, how far can you see the Dolphins going? No. You can't like, see Like I being, said it before, I said it before the season started, we had the debate over him and Kyler Murray. And I told you I take Kyler Murray for whatever reason we spoke on that day. Yeah, Tua could be literally one hit away from his career for injuring himself for life, bro. Yeah, too many concussions can kill you, bro. That CTE shit is real. 
and they just keep throwing him out there, bro. But he, they're six and zero though. Matter. If he stays healthy, he's just he it, he's balling. He's one he's one hit away from a serious injury, bro. I know, but he's he's getting knocked out in simple tackles, bro. He's playing. We're not talking about his the way it's like helmet to helmet or him getting really like cracked. No, these are simple tackles where he's just throwing on the ground and he hits his head and he's lights out. That last tackle where he went down against the Bengals, had, yeah, where he had to be carted off, bro. That was scary because that was a simple tackle. I know he wasn't slammed. He it was. A simple tackle in today's NFL on how you can touch a quarterback. It's crazy. And his fingers were crippled. He didn't know where he was at. He still doesn't know to this day what happened. That's crazy. And you're throwing him out there, what, two, three weeks later, four weeks later? Come on, bro. That's abuse. That man is going to get seriously hurt. He's too small. It's wild. He's too small. It's wild. It really is. But if he does stay healthy for what it is worth, the Miami Dolphins Listen, can make a run. They look good. I don't want to wish any bad on him. Believe me, I don't. Yeah. But it's like, come on. It's shown time and time again that, you know, what, what are they going to do next? Build a, a 4X helmet for him? Mm. Like, his helmet is already huge as, as it is. Like, there's nothing you can do to prevent that, bro. It's wild. It's just many, many concussions. He... But, I wish him the best. Yeah, I I just can't believe how, you know how injured injured prone he he can be. But I think it's amazing to see when he is healthy what he yeah, can he do. Can, he can ball out. He yeah, especially with Tyree Kill and Waddle and just like how they're working. So I think if the Dolphins could stay healthy, they can make a run. I think it'll be interesting to see what the second half of the season you know, if, if moves forward love, with the Dolphins there. Hey, Dolphin organization, <laughs> if you really love Tua and you want to keep on on the field against his injuries, then you know what you do? You go out there and you get the best offensive lineman you can get. Best on the market, best mm-hmm. in the draft. You put a wall in front of him and protect him because clearly you guys want him on the field. Clearly it's Franchise QB. They want him to clearly be. Clearly the offense I works. want it to be. He fits that offense perfect. They just when, need a good line to protect exactly. him. Exactly. So you know what you go do? Go get you some offensive linemen. And don't destroy this guy's career. They got a chance to be great. They really do. Yep. You have Tyreek Hill. You have Waddle. That offense is great. They ran the ball well yesterday. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. And you know, you see how that crazy that sounds for the Dolphins to be in that position and one tackle can end all of that. It's amazing. And that's what's scary. And that's what like I think about before all the wins and shit. Is like, you see athletes like lose their... their 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 walking ability, their their common sense, they're like they're just not all the way there mentally. Mm. Like there's so many effects to just having many concussions. It could be like your your nerve system. It could be like a mental thing. Like that shit could really fuck you up. Mm. And I don't want to see that poor kid like go through some shit like that. You watch the Sean Jackson make his first catch as a Ravens, I believe. He just made a nice catch for about twenty yards there up the middle field. Um but yeah, I mean, to it, to his ball now. We'll see what he could do in the second yeah. half. Oh, oh, wish all my best wishes to him. Switch it up to the opposite. I'm gonna ask a question about the Green Bay Packers. They lost to the Lions yesterday. That's five in a row. They're three and six. Is Aaron Rodgers done? He looks frustrated. Him looks like Brady. he can't get throw the ball to. Is is this the last year we see Aaron Rodgers? Do you think? Like, what do you think, bro? Honestly, you know what I think at this point. I think 
in the NFL, some owners are sabotaging and literally tanking so they won't have to pay these guys. Aaron Rodgers is top paid, bro. They don't want to continue to pay him that. He's probably like 70% of the, their cap. Feel me? Like, yeah. And we're not winning with him because we can't put anything around him. Yeah, but, yeah, that's a great point. But do they you don't want to keep paying these guys, bro. Do you think Rodgers... They want to pay the, the newer guys, the younger guys that are on four-year rookie contracts. Yeah, they don't have shit to... Shit like that. Yeah, they don't have to pay him. They don't have to pay him $30, $40 million a year. And especially when you're you're not winning the Super Bowl. Exactly. not competing for a Super Bowl. But it's not... It's just like it's working back backwards because he has nobody to throw the ball to. Like He takes up the whole cap. Yeah, I, I know, but he's... So that's what, his fault. So that's what I'm saying. Is Rodgers done as a Green Bay Packer, or do you think he goes somewhere else? No, yeah. His what do you think? What do you think is gonna happen there? Is, that's is, that's the question. Here. Is either they trade him, which they could possibly do, but you have to blame him, bro. You knew it. Just I don't just, know. It is him. No. You're the head. You get all the credit when we win, and you get the credit when we lose. You're the top dog. You're the best player on this team. You're the guy that takes up seventy percent of the payroll. You got to go out there and get it done with whatever's here because you chose to sign this contract. You chose to handcuff this franchise, and you wanted to get paid. But how many years have he willed the Packers to? So many. Like, I just remember that, like, what, 2016 season when they got blown out by Atlanta and they're in the NFC Championship game, but just getting there, they won so many. I just hope he's got one more run in him. That's but what I'm hoping You for. know what happens? The talent that they do have around him, they don't stay. You know why? Because they're getting paid somewhere else. I guess so. It's also Green Bay. Green Bay. It's cold up there. A lot of people, you know, you got to be. People want to play there, but they can't get paid. <laughs> he takes up the payroll, bro. Uh, it's, it's interesting. On the opposite side of Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes does what he does. I fell asleep last night. They were down by eight. I thought the Titans were going to win this game. Next thing I know, Mahomes does what he does. He's the best Touchdown, two-point conversion, world. field goal, T-winner. Kansas City Chiefs, we talked about the Astros, the Warriors, the Lightning. The Chiefs are that team in the NFL. They right. are they are the gold yeah. standards. Mahomes is prime time. I don't know how many fucking primetime games that is now they've given him, but he is the guy, you know. He's, he's the best football player in the world, bro. Whether he wins or loses too, he puts on a show. They're judging that. That's the that's you know when a player is being judged upon, you know. They basically should have got that he should have got that season, you know what I mean? No, that's the level we're judging him on. Yeah, yeah, like you can't lose any games. Like you have to go undefeated. He's yeah. he's the new Brady, bro. Yeah, we're looking at that. See, you know, like I said, on every sports, you know, you're looking at did the he get old, it done? Yeah, the old guys are getting pushed out, bro. It's, it, what it's it crazy. Is. Yeah, it's it's wild. I it's it's something to it's think about. The how time. the, the it's like you just gotta hang it up. Look at Braun. Braun windows closing like this. Every every game his window closes and closes and closes. Bro, my man, it I don't even want to talk about the Lakers. They lost to the Cavs yesterday. It's just it's what are they like two and seven right now? The Warriors are also like having a tough start in the NBA there. Uh we're, we won't touch too much on the NBA and the NHL, but just Braun's got no no help. It's they're he's just it's it's tough to see that because like it's like you want to watch LeBron, but it's like the Lakers are just so bad. Like, I don't I don't blame athletes anymore. I don't feel bad for guys anymore. You guys chose to stay there in the situation. You guys chose to take that contract there. I don't feel bad for Braun, Brady, Rodgers, anybody anymore because you guys chose to stay there. Everybody makes a cry for Trout. You chose to sign there, bro. 
You just gotta sleep on the bed you made, bro. Mm. That's it. And I think it's wild as an athlete. I was actually just talking to UB about this the other day. We went on a hike, me and Jake. It was a good Saturday, nice vibe. But we were we were talking about like as an athlete, you know, they're really judged upon the big events, the championships, you know, whatever it is. If that's the media, you know, that judges them or whatever it is, it's it's amazing because like you know, you look at the Phillies; they had a great season. They got to the World Series just to reference baseball, but they didn't get it done. And it's like how much time and you know that energy you could take as a mental battle, but everybody judges off the the champions and 10 years from now everybody's probably gonna remember who won the championship Listen, not in you know? any sport if you win one championship you should be happy yep well like th- as a, as over a lifetime yes but like you also know if your team is capable of of knocking off a couple like hey we have a chance to run two three here in the next 10 years this is a time that is an historic time in a, in a franchise which is always a, a possibility but i think you're 100 percent right about that i think if you're if your franchise, it depends what sport, but I say if your franchise wins a championship in that respective sport by what? The last 10 years? You're good. You win in? It if depends. If you win on, one in your career, you're good. Yeah. There's teams that haven't made even the playoffs in 10 years, 15 years. Maybe like 15. 10, 15 is a good window. You know? Because, like, I was going to say, this is like probably NBA is like. Tough to win chips in the NBA. Tough it's, to win chips everywhere. There's a lot actually, of talent. Honestly. There's a lot of talent. But the game has evolved, so you just got to keep up. And, and that's some what, of these stars can't keep up with the league. And that's what we've noticed a lot here on this pod doing season one, how much in a short period of time the pod has really seen the talent change from the guys at the top coming into the season and what we thought, you know. It's not as easy. It's like, getting younger. Who would have thought Braun was going to be down this record? Yeah. Who would have thought Brady would have been stinking it up? Who would have thought Rodgers would have lost five games in a row? Yeah. Just like, bro, it's just like, you haven't aged enough to leave, but the league has aged enough. It outgrew you. It's amazing. It aged over you. <laughs> if you understand what I'm trying it's to crazy. say. Like, you can't keep up with the talent. You can, there's nothing you can really do, bro. That's in sports. We'll transition to music. Somebody that has stayed at the top for a while. Somebody that we've referenced a lot here in season one. I think it's amazing how everything kind of came goat. together. Our boy. The GOAT. Drake. Drake 21 Savage. Let's talk about it. We pushed off the pod for the reason of the album. We just continued to listen to it. Kept pushing off episodes. Now we're here to talk about her loss dropped last Friday what an album, Jose! Talk to me. What's your What's your first thing that came to your mind on it? When I uh, I think my first like, how would I say? It's like my first thought was like, "Fuck, Drake didn't drop the ball," because honestly, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know if he was gonna rap. I didn't even know he was gonna be on his singing shit. I didn't know what to expect. Cause, um, never mind. Honestly, never mind. Like. That was a throw-off. It was an okay album. I wouldn't say it was great. There's a couple tracks out there that you can pull It was pull different. Up. It was different. Yeah, it was a different vibe. I like And I it, respect yeah. it. Yeah. You know, there's music for everybody, like he, like he mentions in this album. But I'm like, shit, he didn't drop the ball. And then there's, like, good feedback on an album for Drake. It's like, I felt like I haven't seen that in a while. Like, everyone being real receptive and, all right, this shit is fire off the rip. Yeah. We haven't seen that since, like, views type shit. Facts. Feel me? He finally gave us, I think, what we wanted. 
He delivered, bro. He, he gave you everything. That's Drake right there. Yeah. That fucking album, that's him. Like, yep. Talk your fucking shit. Facts. And that's what he did. And he knew he had to do that because he's up there with 21. And 21 been spitting the hottest shit for the last three years in the game, bro. He, yeah, he really... I was going to say... He's been on, fucking shit up, bro. On this project, you had 21 Savage who really... He's really evolved his music to just like... He could catch any beat that he wants and just let spit me, on. Let me ask you a question. When you seen... Is it 3 a.m.? Yeah. Is it 3 a.m. in Glenwood? Yeah. Did you think that was a 21 Savage song? No, I thought it was going to be Drake. I thought it was going to be Drake. Exactly. And 21 Savage spit on that bro, on he, that beep similar to like... He was on a Drake flow and yeah. he walked on that shit. I, I, he bodied that shit. I bro, love that. That's one of my I, favorite tracks on the album. Fact, you know what I think it is with 21? 21 knows how to play a role. I don't think he's this real tough gangster shit, but he knows how to... He's smart. Yeah, he yeah, says he a lot of smart how, shit too. He knows how to manipulate the character... And and become that person yeah. that to the streets want to hear, especially because it throws it off too. Yeah, smart. He can rap in all different kinds of ways, bro. Yeah, he's really good, bro. He's he he literally had to. He carried Drake in a couple of tracks. I think on Knife Talk he carried Drake. Yeah. Um, he's been cooking up, bro, and he uh, pushed Drake I don't to know that. How nice talk. He, hey, yeah, he did, bro. Side. He did, bro. He I don't did. know. We'll talk off it off off air on that one, but. but Come on, bro. So I think he pushed like Drake, like yo, Drake. You can't come drop no whack verses on the shit, cause Twenty One's gonna eat. And he got he's on a platform with you. You know he's not gonna drop the ball. No, he did not. He didn't he miss. He's gonna cook up. But Drake didn't either. Drake showed Drake exactly did, what he Drake he's about. Miss. You want to talk about middle of the ocean? The bars he was coming in with. Come on, bro. Shouted out everybody. He took shots at everybody throughout the album. He he gave everybody clout, bro. That's what he did. He came outside <laughs> to play. He was out here talking his shit. Yeah, he was like for anybody that didn't listen to the album, it's it's heat. I don't think there's one single skip on this. Yeah, this I don't project. think so either, bro. I was gonna say, out of for you, what is your favorite song on the project? I would, I'll start there. I'm not gonna lie. I'll probably go. Let me look at the track list real quick because I don't wanna. I was gonna say since Thursday, probably what's your most played track? Most played track. I'll probably say. Uh, Broke Boys. I've been playing that shit heavy. Yeah. 3 a.m. in Glenwood. And then, um, Circo Loco. Yeah, I was going to say, that shit's hot. I love how he remixed off of uh, One More Time with that. Major Distribution is fucking fire, though. Shout it out to your boy, Bad Bunny. Yes. That was wild. <laughs> Bad Bunny's that big right now. Drake was saying we're doing Bad Bunny numbers. That's crazy. 500 million for Aubrey. He's talking his shit on his album, bro. Oh, he is. He's shitting on motherfuckers, bro. Bro, that's why y'all want to hear me rap. This is the only thing I could do when I rap. I could just shit on y'all, and that's what he did, bro. That lion ass, you know she didn't shoot that shit. Yo, come on, he took he shots took at shots at Megan bro. The Stallion, and the next day everybody on Twitter was talking about that. She's a liar, bro. She's a liar. I I agree Free there. Tory, bro. I agree there. Hours of, hours in silence is fire. I was gonna say if I th- that's I think a sleeper, bro. I think for me, I would say like Pussy and Millions is heat. Trav on the that shit Trav walked came, on yeah, that. The way Trav came on that but not only that, like Drake's flow in the beginning of that track was top, he was top on, tier. He, was he, on, he, was he went feature. from different levels there that was that was wild, and then Twenty One Savage came in off the hook, fire. I would say uh, Spin About You is tough too. Fire. We got an old Drake kind of flow there where he he sang, and oh, then bullshit is f- bro. This came whole album back. is fire, bro. We don't even have to. Yeah, go I know. To the track list, Three M in Glenwood definitely. It's if you haven't listened to it, you're missing out. Check it out. Not one miss throughout the entirety of this project. Took a lot of shots. 
throughout it. Like you said earlier, Megan Stallion, he took shots at Serena Williams' husband. Yeah, your, your husband is a group. He was taking shots at everybody. Ice throughout Spice. This. Yeah, he's, she a 10, but uh, she, she better on mute. She better on mute. Like Giving everybody clout, bro. You think that shot, he said... I never wore no Mike, no no Mike Marys. Yeah. I never drove the Euros. That was that a boogie? I you think. think so. Well, I think playful. I don't think it was any like beef, but I think if a boogie listened to it, be like, damn, all right, all right, I see. I you know think, what I, I mean? I don't think it was a shot at him. I think it was just a shot at everybody in general because that's like the wave with Amiri's, and you know Drake always think he's like. Well, well a boogie on that. From, a from boogie him. be on that jeans with. <laughs> my Mary's yeah, like all the time. Not for nothing, so, bro. And he also be driving it too. The lab no, house. So not no, for nothing. No shit. Yo, he's a trendsetter, bro. Hey, Boogie, because he made a Mary's hot. Yeah, that. He made the uh, what's what's it called? The one is the it? Ba- the ball mains, the ball mons, however you want to pronounce it for those who you are into this whole fashion shit. The ball mons. He literally made those shits hot. Yeah. And then he brought out the Amiri's, and the Amiri's went crazy, too. So it was like, he mentions it in all his tracks. Before it was the Amiri's, it was the, yeah. the Balmain's, the way he pronounced it. But it's, I don't think it was, I, it could have been a job, but I don't think it was, I don't think it was to him. He just had a lot of, his his lyrics were tough, though. Drake really. He said, I got he, my choice. He showed you exactly what he brings to the One table. One of my favorite bars, he said, was, uh. I earned my stripe of fuck Adidas. Yo, he be taking shots hard. at Adidas. And, like, not only that, but he, like, made music in this project just for whatever you want. Like, he gives you, like, a banger and beat switch on, like, Rich, Rich Flax and Major Distribution. He gives you different kinds of, like, spin value, which is kind of more of, like, Bro. R&B, Hours of Silence kind of there. And then Treacherous Twin is a banger I'm gonna where say he gives right you now. that. And he gives you, you know, Pussy Millions with Travis Scott. He, they, they give you 3AM in Glenwood and I guess it's Fuck Me. You know, where his bars on that was a perfect send-off project. And then he gives you a song like Middle of the Ocean where it's just six minutes on the beat, switching, and he's just... Doing what he does, bro. Sending, talking talking about Robert Kraft sent the jet. It was patriotic. He they said, raving about this in Baltimore. I'm just he out said, here like, holy... F-. He said, I'm at the Vava. Then I'm going to the sink on sink, and then we heading back to the Vava. If you know, you know. What the fuck is the Vava, bro? I gotta Google this shit. Like, where's this motherfucker at, bro? He talking money that we don't yeah, even. Yeah, know exactly. About. He be in places that motherfuckers don't even know about, bro. Like, shit's he, crazy. He out talking here. his shit. I like that shit, bro. Yeah, that shit's just wild. The what he brought to this project. I, I feel like if Drake talked that street shit, like they won't respect his raps, bro. I mean, he brought this. I think that's that's the thing. I think he just tries to be versatile, you know? Like, I think if he did that one thing, I think he would just, like, that's give not you too him, much. I that's think not he, him, though. But Drake, that's, Drake that's what he more, does. He, he's Drake not, is more on the emotional side. He's a vulnerable yeah. artist, bro. Like, he yeah. likes to show you his true feeling. He's not really on that, that yeah. gangster shit. The only reason he could talk that gangster shit is because, like, I'm at the top of the game. I'm at the top of the food chain. Well, that, but that's so what I'm saying. Like, I'm a gangster in this rap shit. Like in this circle of music, I'm I'm a big dog. So that's why he could talk like that. But besides that, we know Drake is not like on no street shit. But he he doesn't give you that all the time. He has it and he'll show it that's to you. That's what I'm saying. But could but you imagine if he had this flow on like CLB when he wasn't on some like kind of quieter, humbler vibe? You know, like think about it. That's he had Jay Z on that project. He had Little Dirk on that project. You know. He had Lil Baby. None of those tracks were anything close to like her loss. They were all melodic. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like none of that had a factor 
in CLB, but her loss brought it. So could you imagine that? But this project itself alone, phenomenal. I wish the, I don't know what you think of the album cover. You like it? I was like, I, I do, I do. Now that I look back at it, like it matches the album. If you just look at it. Yeah, it does. Like, I, I'm not going to lie. The purple work. That's why I got the purple NBA sweats going. Yep, you got the just, purple shorts. We just out here catching one. <laughs> like, I didn't even know you were going to wear That's crazy. How I just got come. this, actually. We show up I had an off day. I went fucking shopping, I guess. So here we are. But we show, up to, we show up to episode three, but wearing purple pants. Like, what's up? But back to Drake. It's like, bro, that album, like, you could literally put that up there, like, album of the year type shit, bro. Definitely, and that's what I'm gonna say. Like you're gonna hear it on TikTok. I heard a lot of people forget about Lil Baby's project, though. I know I'm a, I love Lil Baby's album. I was like, people do, should not forget I that. I did listen. I I love Baby's album, but since Drake dropped, I haven't listened to anybody else's shit, bro. Yeah, it's there's so many different vibes on that shit, bro. And he's rapping, bro. Like when Drake raps, like I'm all in, bro. Like there's nothing, yeah, yeah. topping that, bro. Like we sat here last night, we talked about how many songs and we was playing back just songs of him, him just rapping, like. I There's know. not a lot of motherfuckers out here that can really say, y'all got 20 tracks for Drake. Nah, and that's, you don't got 20 in the cliff for him, bro. That's what you were saying the other night, talking about how he has those 20 tracks that can go up against anybody. I mean, we were listening to the album, but then we were throwing in bangers from like so many projects that you yeah, can exactly. go back and listen to, and he gives you that. He he delivered, bro. It's amazing. Fire. It's amazing. I, I'll be honest, I, I really didn't listen to any other new music from this Me past either, week bro. except that. I did listen to Ballin' on A Boogie's uh, project that will be coming in December. Uh, I know Metro Boomin's going to be positioning a project. I wonder when Travis Scott's going to drop because his verse on Pussy and Millions was fantastic. He's like, going to drop next year. He's not dropping this year. I don't know. When he does, he's an artist that has always had amazing Right now, nobody albums. should drop. Nobody should drop. Well, not I think, this week, not the following week. Drake in 21 is going to have... The top 15 to top 10 songs on every streaming site yeah. for the next two weeks, bro. Aren't you glad I told you A Boogie should wait till December? As he, he had did? to. He had no choice, bro. Yeah. He had no choice. But I, I think we are going to get more albums as we end the year. I have artists pushing you know, well, projects. I think like little TJ's dropping a single next week, but there's nothing like... That's a puppy in the... In a, nah, come in on. A, Since what happened to him? Sharks. Nah, what happened to him, though? I, I know, but I'm saying... There's not much projects maybe this week, but after that, I think a lot of artists are still going to push towards trying to get their project out by the end of the year, you know, because now we're in the winter months, you know, getting dark an hour, you know, earlier. Exactly. I got a question for you. Hit me with it. Now that we're off the Drake topic and shit. Yeah. Who do you take? Kodak Black or 21 Savage? Hmm. 21 21 You're taking Close. 21 Close yes Close I'm, I'm taking Kodak See, And 21 has been on a We may have a mission. debate on this He's been on a mission Keep this And I can't take nothing away from 21 Because he has been One of the best rappers out In the last couple of years Like he hasn't dropped the ball Yeah I've talked Like he's He's cooking up on a lot of shit But I just feel like Kodak just overall His Catalog of music Is better than 21 Yeah I don't know though. See, like I hear you, and, and, and like and it's close. But twenty one keeps getting better and better. But that's what I'm saying. Kodak is just he's different, bro. I know, but twenty one. He's put out two classic albums, bro. I get that, but not only twenty one Savage. I don't know, like not only that, but his feature, like when he hops on tracks, like it's yeah, yeah. His of features course, have I'm hit a level, that, like, like he's been on tracks with J Cole and and 
and walked. Walked on like he my walked. life. He walked, bro. bro. He like be cold on his own track, and like mm-hmm. that shit gets noticed. Like when Lil Baby and Twenty One Savage are the only two features on J Cole's project, you know, like you're taking notice to that. And like, I think there may have been one more. I think it's like maybe one of his people, but like. 21 Savage, I think, has elevated to a level now that he had a collab project with Drake, the biggest in the game, that's the like biggest of our generation. Move. That's a future That move is right a there. big move because his next project will get much more Spend, volume. Than you, oh, my God. And you would think that not only that, there's a connection between him and Drake. And he's being versatile. Like, yeah. he's rapping about love and shit. And isn't it's it? not straight. Spin the block and shoot this and shoot that. Of course, he has a reference there. Yeah. He was on auto tune on Hours of Silence, which I love too, by the way. He said two sticks on me like I'm playing the switch. <laughs> so I would go twenty one savage, but I also think like I guess maybe past Kodak, but I think for like even, buying steak and even the, new in, Kodak even in the Kodak 21? today, I'll take I'm taking Kodak. I don't know. Twenty Kodak shit is still hot today, don't get me wrong. It's just shit's hot. You dropped two projects this year. They were both very good. But I think if I was buying stock in the twenty one savage right now, that shit's gonna that's gonna go up pretty good because they I'm, just gave they just gave Kodak thirty million dollars. They just got a new deal, bro. Think about Kodak what, is up there, bro. We had this conversation. See, this is where I think the podcast is great because we had this conversation back in the year about Drake's like who he's best with. You know, was it Future? Was it Rick Ross? And Twenty One just changed the game with we that just, shit. Exactly. We didn't even like think about it. I think we may have mentioned it, you know, but it was like something that we didn't even think of because. Until like that album is better than Dirk and Baby shit together, bro. Hmm. That album is better me, than give Travis me, Scott. Give me a year. Give me a year on that. that. Album give me a year on that because I still album, bump Lil Baby and Lil Dirk's project. That is this fantastic. Album, this album is better than Huncho Jack. Oh, I need time. Bro, this is Let me get time. This, I, I need time you, on it. You don't need time. No, bro. I need time. Because I said the same shit about like a lot of projects. Like I spoke early on. I was like, yo, Meek's it's, shit it's, last year. I was like, it's this coming. Fire. It's no. coming from me, bro. I'm telling you right now, bro. I don't know. Is this it better is, than Drake in Future? Yes. <sighs> you think her loss is better than What a Time to Be Alive? Yes. Oh, my God. Uh, I need time. I need a... The beats on that was probably better on What a Time to Be Alive. But the rapping skill and the production and the music quality of this album was better than that, bro. This is one of Drake's best work, bro. And I'm saying I get that. that. I'm saying it a couple days in, bro. That album was fire, bro. We haven't had that side of Drake in years, bro. He gave you a his yes, he sang, but you know what? It wasn't cringy singing. I actually liked it, like I right, but I got it. It's, it's kicking. Yeah. Feel me? Now, he's rapping. He's talking his shit. He calling people out by name. I agree. He, like, he outside, This was the outside. Drake everybody wanted, which exactly. is crazy because so it's later. I've been co- waiting for this for but so many years, this and I got it. There's nothing better, bro. We haven't had this since... This is the wild, because we haven't seen this Drake since, like, 2015. You remember when we were bumping, like, Six Man, Six Guy, where he was, like... Yeah, when he was rapping. Just fucking spinning. And then he, he gave us, like... with everybody. Exactly. He had that beef with Meek, and then Views... Changed into more of like that R and B vibe, and then like trash ass rollies, and then you well you got like you had that, and then you had him like being like a pop star, like he's talked about instead of that rapper cutthroat kind of like he was on. If you're reading this too late, and now it's such a crazy move because he's the biggest in the game. He just gives you like came outside, and honestly, never mind, you know, track which was 
so like upbeat like happy and now he hits you with this her loss where he's just taking shots at everybody it's like holy fuck like i didn't think this was like it's just like it's just one of those things this year has been crazy like we've seen a lot of good a lot of bad a lot of crazy shit it's wild out here well a lot of what a project this album you gotta listen to it back i've been listening to it all weekend in the car bro like i have not changed it there's a lot of bars that go over your head, bro. Like, you got to go back and, like, really play it and catch him, bro. He's talking his shit on this, bro. Yeah, and, and it's crazy to think back in 2022 that we had project from two albums from Drake. We had a project from Kendrick Lamar. You know, Lil Baby dropped a project. Lil Dirk dropped a project. How many albums, you know, of big artists that we wanted to see drop, dropped. And I think it's just... It's one of those things where he really gave us what we wanted. I know you've been bumping it. I've been bumping it. Everybody's been bumping it. It's It's got everything that you want bro, in a project. He, exactly, bro. He cooked up in all those tracks. Like, I can't ask for anything more. You fucking rapped. Yeah. I've been asking you to rap for so many <laughs> years. Like, yeah, of course you rap, but you only did like two or three songs. Like, you were, wasn't tapped into that. Let me go in the booth and start cooking shit. Yeah. Let me go in the booth and start slaying heads. Let me go back in the booth and prove why I'm this I'm this guy. Yeah. I'm him. He is. I'm him. He's the guy. It's me. Yeah. Feel me? So when you go out there and you talk your shit, I'ma stand on it. Like Yeah. Ain't nobody fucking with him, bro. Collectively, yeah. Hundred percent. Ain't nobody fucking with him. We are in that era, but Drake has been consistent. That's, I think with this album, baby basically he said, Yo, I'm still here for, like you know how Barnes yeah. like, I'm here for twenty. With this album, Drake said, yo, I'm still here for a long time. Like, mm. y'all better not play with me. He is? He ain't playing, bro. He's getting up there, though. He's definitely, what, he's 35 now? Yeah. So he's getting up there, but mm, I he, don't know. He's, he's about to get 500 M. There's probably, like, another five albums, six albums, bro. It's crazy, though. I mean, it's. I think he may come back in 2023, but I don't know if we'll hear from him as much now. He just gave everybody what they want. He gave you... A full year of so much different variety of music, I think, and now. to close out like that? Come on, bro. Yeah. He don't even need to do a deluxe. You know we're probably not going to get one, so. You're going to have good Drake music for for the holidays, bro. Yeah. Oh, we're not done. We got A-Boogie coming, but. No, no. Nah, we're not talking about A-Boogie. Yeah, we're talking about the I, six guy, bro. I know. Bro. I know. But you know me. We, we don't have to listen to anything else, bro. <laughs> but. Uh, I don't care about who else is dropping. I don't care. <laughs> You're done. I, I don't My care, man, bro. What a, I mean, Jose, let's uh let's close it out. What a what a first season on the pod. Look at we we ended up with maybe the World Series wasn't what we wanted there, but we got our Drake project. We talked about it throughout the entirety Drake of season one and bro, Drake, you delivered my boy. To go out. Six 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 six. He, yo. What can I say, bro? Like we're gonna close out episode twenty three. And season one. Jordan year. Feel me. And we ending off with a great Drake album. Like I, yeah. can't, I can't ask for anything more, yeah. bro. It was perfect. Like, yeah, it was. It was. It was. It was a run. I was. It, like, was, it was a hell of a season one, season two. We got some shit stored. Season two, we coming with video. Season two, we coming with yep. YouTube. Season two, we coming with Spotify. We're gonna kick the door down. Y'all let us in, and we're gonna overstay our welcome, and we're gonna take this to the top. Yeah. It is gonna be super interesting in season two. You mentioned some things we're gonna we're gonna introduce, but uh, a lot more in depth interviews. I know we've been talking about that, but with scheduling, so we're gonna we're gonna make more concentrated episodes. Maybe instead of the recap, we'll keep the recaps going, yeah. but there'll be a lot more depth than just the twenty three episodes. 
Uh, but we wanted to give you guys a, a good sample of what we do here on the a pod. Good welcome. Yeah. And we appreciate you guys because, you know, without you guys, none of this is possible. Like, if none of you guys tune in and, like, really interact, ask questions and interact with us, yeah, then we're, we're talking for nothing. Facts. I want to give, since it's the end of season one, I want to give some shout-outs. I want to give a shout-out to our producer, Juan Cubalat. He was fantastic throughout the entire year. I want to give a shout-out to our roommates here, Billy Meta and Jake uh, you are always six, 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 always six, being six. super supportive. Want to give a shout out to our boy Nate. He was last week made my day. He was talking about the uh, our our episode just dropped that day. And he was talking to me about it. I was like, yo, my man yeah, just made my day. I know. I was like, fire, holy shit! Like already, just and like the interactions like that just have been great, like all across the board. And yeah, and out. I'm super excited to have gotta, more people we gotta interacting with us. We got to give a shout out to the wifeies because you know, sometimes. of course. This may not be on their perfect (laughs) scheduling, and they keep up with us, and, you know, they support us. So, shout out to you, Kaylee. Shout out to my girl, Janice. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Shout out to the fans. Love the ladies, yep. Come on. Oh, shout out to the guests. You know, we had Lewis here. Yes, we did. Shout out to him. He had a great episode where he spoke on eBay and, you know, how to do that kind of business. Shout out to Josh, who was on the pod, but... Yeah, it was just you know timing hasn't really been on our side for episode one really, but you know we got everything rolling now. We got everything scheduled. Shout out to him. Who else did we have? We 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 had Jake shout on out the to one. Jake. Yeah, Jake was on early episodes. You know, supporting us. So shout out to him. It's amazing Big to news. see how far we've came. You know, yeah, we yeah. set up the setup. We took it on the road before. We took it to Wands. Yeah, spot Dope there, shit. and it's we've just had a a hell of a run. But it's been fun, bro. Everything coming together, and Jose, end of season one and episode twenty three in the. In the books, Jose. You know how it goes. It's up and it's stuck. Thank you. Everybody, get ready for season two. We'll be yeah, back. Season two, we'll be back. We got to take a little break. We're going we gonna to party, you know, do some shit. Come on.